Hello and welcome to the David Francisco podcast. So good to have you here. Before we go into the conversation, the catch up of today, I just want to quickly tell you about two other, let's call them series, I have here on the podcast. On Saturdays, I do a Learn the Ropes podcast where I basically talk with my guests about wrestling training and they give some advice and tell their stories about becoming professional wrestlers and what they need to do and on thursday it's just an intimate conversation between myself and you guys just you and me talking a little bit about what's going on in my head my experiences this week and much more so if you enjoy the conversation today with warren then make sure you check out all those episodes just go back in the feed and subscribe if you haven't yet thank you very much for listening by the way And on to today's podcast episode, I have a conversation with a good friend, Warren Banks. I've met him a few years ago in training and our paths crossed ever since from being together at shows all the way to talking with each other on Twitter. I actually have him as a catch up today because he had some um, some remarks about the fact that the gyms weren't open yet and uh, how that was affecting his life and uh, and let's just say that those remarks weren't anything less of sarcastic and I for one am not gonna let that slide and I'm gonna call him out and that's where we begin this conversation it was really fun to catch up with him and I hope you enjoyed as much as I did this is a catch-up with Warren Banks Warren we need to talk Hello. about something Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I, I called you specifically to to this forum here, this public forum where everyone's hearing us because of um, some things you said publicly that, okay. that need to be addressed. Okay. Do I need to get an iPhone Notes app open <laughs> or an apology? And, um, what you do is up to you um, okay. afterwards. Okay. Um, but but you know, let's just say this this way: like if if um, if there's anything we've learned recently is that I'm sure you know how to. And how to not apologize to things, okay? It's up to you if you feel you need to apologize for this or not. Okay. okay? I'll keep that gonna... open just in case. <laughs> I'm going to quote you on this, all right? Oh, wow. Quote. Yeah. Because okay. I'm prepared, okay? Oh, no. I just need to, to, to find the thing. Like I'm, I'm really... There you go. So, okay. When the discussion about the pub's opening okay. in, in England, okay? Your tweet on the 25th of the of June was... I was hacked. Wait, I was hacked. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's not how you apologize. <laughs> I was hacked. <laughs> wait, 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 dot, 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 dot. The gyms were closed? Hey, okay. look, man. Okay, no, right. In my defense, okay, I was being responsible. And I, I assumed that um, the gyms were open, but I stayed at home to protect uh, the public I was being, I was being a thoughtful citizen. Was that was I didn't know that they were closed. I was, um, what you, you're quiet, which makes me feel as though there's more evidence <laughs> that you're about on the, to drop. on the same day. Oh, okay, God. after I I answered back with fighting words, I tweeted back with "Listen, yeah." <laughs> okay, you, yeah, I picked you up on the vibe of that. He <laughs> replied to me with, "I'm as outraged as the rest of you. How dare they deny us our checks, notes?" seated leg curl yeah i mean i'm i'm a big fan of um the leg exercises and all of them in their variety and i think it's bad that the british public have been denied their ability to do those various leg exercises that i'm knowledgeable in on the same day you tweeted i'm still heated about the gym newsman how could they keep me, Warren Jamar Banks the Third? I forgot that's about me. this. Yeah, that's me. 
<laughs> from my favorite exercise, the opens Google lat pull down. Yeah, I love the the lat pull down and and the other exercises for the lats. And and I'm going to to me this is the biggest crime, okay, that you committed on on your timeline and I'm going to it's the last one I'm going to quote. There's more for where this comes from, but Oh god. Okay, including you calling something a Roman lion deadlift. Hey, right, man. I, I I think it was meant to be Romanian deadlift, but my notes got smudged on my hand because I do so many exercises. I need to write them down to remember what they are. Yeah. That's why. And, and obviously, like is. by grabbing the bar, the the, the ink just came out of of the hand. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know. So the day after, on the twenty sixth, you posted a, a a what it what can only be described as a thirst trap. Oh God! Okay. Hey, oh, come on now. <laughs> And you, in all caps, wrote, I'm awake and the gyms are still closed. WTF, I'm not having this. Where's the petition? I feel, I feel you're not being completely sincere and honest with with the words that you've been saying on these tweets, Warren. Let me hit you with that customer service line. I'm sorry you feel that way. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry That's you feel that way. how you apologize, <laughs> Warren. Okay, right. Look. The truth of the matter is that I, Warren Jamal, this is an exclusive, this is a massive scoop, this is a, a confession, that I, Warren Jamal Banks III, I'm not fond of the gym. That's right, I said it. I'm not fond of the gym. Yet, I will yet go. you look the way you do. Look, right. <laughs> the, way I, the way I look is down just to genetics, which I, I have no uh, control over. And I only sort of realized that when I was, I think I was like 17 years old. Um and a friend of mine used to do, he was really into like fitness and mixed martial arts and stuff. And he used to do like circuit training in his garage. So I would like go along after school and stuff. And then within weeks it was like, oh, I actually can gain muscle. So it's sort of a genetic thing. But in regards to the gym specifically, I, it bores me, man. I don't understand how people can go there for so long. I, I go, I was pushing myself to go twice a week. That was a big deal for me. And like, I was miserable. I don't like the gym, man. I, do you do you enjoy the gym? Be honest. If I if I didn't have like three thousand pounds of material on this table, I'd be flipping it right now. <laughs> um, I do love the gym, actually. Like I think it's really? the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's two dif- there's two things here that we're we're opposite, right? One is is genetics, right? Obviously, um, your your uh, your genetics gifted you with the ability of not being able to put a lot of fat, right? Yeah. And uh, and just naturally looking the way you do. Where where with me, it's very hard for me to 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 not put fat and get rid of it, and I need to be really strict ah. with it, right? And it's fine, okay. It's it's okay because you don't control those genetics, but you control no. how much of uh, what's the word I'm looking for to be subtle. Uh, dickhead you are about your genetics <laughs> oh we can curse uh, on here i was trying to be very pg okay yeah, I, I i i i i'm allowing myself one curse on this oh subject. it's like the pg-13 you're allowed one swear in the whole, in the whole yes exactly this, this podcast is pg-13 okay um but but i actually love it you know I, I think it's the exact opposite from you um and maybe our genetics are involved in this and obviously like our results maybe as well and it's something that i'm trying to get into yeah. Um, which is like I like the idea of like lifting weights and mm. um, that that short but explosive exercise, right? I need to be focused yeah. for these eight reps or six reps or ten reps or whatever, and then I'll get my breath back and I can like think of uh, about my life and stuff. Um, yeah. And like going every day is something that I like. I like that routine, uh, and now what I'm trying to to do as well, and I, I've used. 
um, lockdown to do it is to incorporate some sort of like circuit afterwards and like sweat okay. a little bit in my cardio, right? Is that like 30, to... 30 seconds on, like 10 seconds off sort of thing? Yeah, like focus, really focused on like performance, you know, ring performance. Like I'm not going to yeah. do that with sprints and stuff. I'll do that with, with burpees and, and set goes and squats and stuff like that. You see um, right there, that's the reason why I don't enjoy the gym when you say like ring performance, right? So I, I'm, I'm not sure whether it's because I haven't committed myself to going, but for me, I'm sort of like, I don't see how a bench press will make me, Warren Banks, a better wrestler, but then I, everyone's different, isn't it? So yeah. I, I guess maybe for me, the 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 gym i don't know i don't know i find like my biggest shortcomings are more down to like maybe being flexible and other things so maybe that's why i dislike the gym maybe i don't feel like it does what it needs for me but i get what you mean in terms of a routine and stuff i imagine that must be pretty that must be good to have like you know where you're gonna be and it's a place you can put your headphones on you can just crack on and stuff like i get i get that side of it but i think it's also because like obviously because of genetics like we talked about you don't need to focus on um on, on bodybuilding as much because yes. you naturally will look good for a wrestler, right? Obviously, if you were doing an actual bodybuilding competition, you would probably have to... to I'd have to, like, eat to get more into and it. all this other stuff, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you naturally look like an athlete, which is good, um, and 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 I don't. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I need to, to, to focus on that as well. Um, it's... it's I, 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 I grew up a fatty, man. Uh, that's oh, really? What happened. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, I... I I, I was uh, it's the, the weird skinny fat thing right um, okay you're, you're yeah, like yeah. you're you're a bit chubby before puberty and then puberty hits so therefore yeah. like you stretch but you're still yeah. kind of skinny fat a bit and then I lost that and then I gained that and then I lost that and then I moved here and I gained that um and and recently like in the in the last year or so I, I lost that again which is cool but like I need to to focus on that and get those um to, to get those results and like lifting weights helps me with with my own uh, bodybuilding and, and strength in a way as well i guess but I, I agree with you though like if you only like it's not impossible but like yeah. if you only do like power lifting then yeah. you'd be really good at lifting people in the ring but there's so much more elements to it yes. that it's weird. yeah no 100 percent. like i've i've uh, when it comes to like strength and stuff like that like i'm one of those people where i'm not good at lifting weights but i can move people i'm not sure what mm-hmm. it is i think mechanically i'm not very good at the actual motions of lifting and pulling. I think maybe because I've got really long arms <laughs> and legs as well, like disproportionately long arms and legs. So a squat for me, it takes a very long time as opposed to maybe someone whose legs aren't as long and they're maybe, uh, maybe an inch or two shorter and it's a lot more easier for them to do. But squats for me take like a, a, a long while for me to reach down and then come back up. Yeah. So like when it comes to in the ring, I always find it easier to move a person than I do to move like a bar or anything else. I think it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the energy is different as well. And it's probably like being used to it as well, right? You've been, um, you've been training for a while. Like you, you started wrestling in 2016. So I presume that you, you started yeah. training shortly before that, right? Five, six years? Uh, wrestling, I, I was around, like I did uni and then I went to a training session in like 2012. And then I stuck around for like a few months. Then I had to go to law school. And then I came back and then I got my teeth kicked in and then I stopped wrestling for years. So I was around for like, I think nine months Hmm. and then nothing for years while I waited for the whole mouth and jaw thing to get fixed. And then 2016, I came back. So it wasn't too long before I started wrestling again because it was more reminding myself of stuff as opposed to learning it all over again. Yeah. And and you naturally, like, once again, like you naturally were... um 
got it right and yeah. uh, because you you maybe because of that and because of like how much basically what i'm trying to say is that you've wrestled way more than you tried to move a bar therefore you're gonna 100 percent yeah like your body's gonna be used to to spinning people around satellites as opposed yeah. to 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 moving bars up and down um very true very true the thing is yeah. like i'm sure that yeah, the squat wouldn't be your best movement, I'm sure. But I'm sure that if you wanted to to focus a bit more on uh, on weightlifting, you would smash it the same way that uh, you did wrestling. With the difference that you love wrestling and you don't love weightlifting. Exactly, wrestling is is fun. Like I see the gym as sort of the tax you pay for wrestling. I see it as like, oh, you get to have fun on shows and do stuff, but there is a tax, and that tax is going to the gym to kind of maintain sort of looking. Uh, sort of having the look of the wrestler for lack of a better term, you know, like the aesthetics of it. Um, but other than that, like I, I always say I go to the gym for other people. I don't really do it for me. Like I can do my cardio and other stuff in my garden, but like I can't, there's no squat rack at home, unfortunately. So Yeah. I do that with, um, with food. Like with gym is for you, food is for me. Okay. I, I, I love food, right? As in like every kind of food. I need to be very strict with uh, like I do proper calorie counting and oh, uh, no. knowing that, I, yeah, I need to. If I don't do that, I'm not going to get results. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, because like my, I don't know, like just my naturally my metabolism doesn't, it's not as good as yours when it comes to, to, to burning fat and, and, and bodybuilding, body structure. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass and I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's just like the, the few things, I'm not a professional of it, but it's the, the mm. things that I've noticed. So yeah. like I, I that, uh, that is uh, the thing that I'm doing it for, is the tax that I pay, as you said. <laughs> the food, the food my, tax. Yeah, having to use my fitness pal every day, which is, uh, which is crazy. What do you do, like... Um, when when I did a seminar, were you there for the the Team Tat seminar, by any chance? No, no, I wasn't. So like he doesn't go to the gym either, right? He looks oh, like yeah. he does, yeah. Um, and he doesn't go to the gym either. What he does is like he does a lot of um, of sweat decks with different exercises. Okay. He wants to focus on a body part, just just does um, uh, like basically like sweat decks with that with that body part, and it's it's the same. What kind of exercises do you do? Um, I normally do. Oh, you mean like, oh, in the gym, it's sort of, okay, it's a funny oh, story. Like the general, guy, oh, in general. The gym, um, home, yeah. the gym is very varied. Um, the guy I mentioned earlier who was doing like the circuit training out of his garage has actually gone on to become a PT and have his own business. And so he gave me um, a program because I told him how much I hate the gym. He gave me a program where I can hit everything in two days as opposed to going multiple times a week. Um, so it will be like uh, glute bridges, squats, bench press and bent over row one day and then the other day will be like leg press um shoulder press and these different exercises basically uh and then for sort of the cardio stuff it's just the normal deck of cards with um you know burpees crunches push-ups and squats and then jumping jacks for the jokers but i never thought of the tim thatch me uh, method of switching up to focus i never really thought about that you know that's a good idea he spent like maybe an hour uh, in the beginning of the seminar um showing us different variations of exercises we could do with that oh. like he showed us i don't know like five six different push-up variations he showed us a few different variations for um for like squats and leg work as well and yeah. like split squats and stuff like that and he was like huh okay um one of the you know kelly killer kelly 
Yes. Um, one of the, of course you do, everyone does. <laughs> one of them, I'm talking like she's, yeah, my friend from Portugal, Kelly. Yeah, right? you may not know her. <laughs> yeah, an ex-UK superstar, killer Kelly, yeah. yes. Um, she, during lockdown, she was doing, I'm not sure if she, she's not anymore because gyms are open again in Germany. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but she was basically doing the same thing. She was doing um, body part targeted um, mm. sweat decks, right? She would do push one day, pull the other, legs the other, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to get, jump on this and do stuff like this as well. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to do a Hibbert with my with my workout and see when I'm when I'm going with it. And gladly, you don't have to think about it, right? No, it's. Um... I'm going to uh, when when the gyms reopen, which I'm pushing for with all of my might. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do some research into that because you mentioned it now. I was just thinking, oh yeah, if I wanted to do like you know the posterior chain, I could switch stuff to like deadlifts and squats and glute bridges, and you can go through the deck of cards. And then yeah, that's a very good idea. It's much better than sort of the monotonous. You do the weights and then you sit and you wait for like ninety seconds and then you do it again. You're I think really, that's, that's you're, cool. You're really just finding a way to not go to the gym at all, isn't it? <laughs> hey, look, man, this modern modern problems require modern solutions. Okay, <laughs> so I, I, the modern solution is that. Yeah, I think that's great though. Like, it's um, it's so much more important to find something that you actually enjoy doing and going there because that's what's going to keep consistency. You know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when it feels like less of a task. Yeah, it's much more important to be able to have consistency through loving what you're doing versus having consistency through discipline, which is yeah. which is way harder. Um, when do we meet? Do we meet at, um, at that class? So, like, I remember that we did a private class, a group private class uh, with a few guys from um, from Milton Keynes. Uh, was that the first time we met? I believe so, because um, I believe there was that. And then I came and did the beginners course. Um, okay. at knuckle locks back when it was still uh, the old name yeah. uh, and i remember you i think you either took the majority of the sessions or you were at the first one but i remember that's where because i remember you you helped me with my flip bump because i kept coming off or sideways because i had like mm -hmm. a a bad knee and then you were telling me about your ankle and how like it's sort of you know it's a psychological thing of you kind of avoid putting pressure on it yeah. i remember that I remember conversation that, yeah. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah. but I don't think I don't think I was running the beginner courses at the time. Maybe it was still I, Earl Black Jr. Maybe not. And, and yeah, he was there. I remember he was there. Like, and then like he was the one running it, and maybe like I covered for a for a week or two for him, maybe. Um, and then probably I did like a private that you maybe did to to get ready for the the assessment, maybe. I think so. I remember being there with a bunch of other people, and yeah. Um, yeah so I think there was a few times where. We'd like met and we'd spoken and stuff, um, but then we went on shows with each other for a very long time. From what I, remember. I remember, I remember doing a DOA World yes, Cup. that's the one right. I remember. That, I'm not sure if it was the the first one we did together, but but that was that was crazy. So I wrestled, um, big three. Ah, I forgot his name, man. I'm sorry, but I got it here. Oh, um, um, was it BG Williams? Yes, there we go. Yes. BG Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, um, and um, and then like it was a tournament that you end up winning. For the, yeah. the 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 DOA crowd went went insane, right? It was fun that day. I mean, it was hard, but it was fun. Well, I remember, I remember that one. I remember we were all sort of. It was a cramped kind of backstage area. We kept having to because it was during the summer. Oh, yeah, true. And we kept having to like cycle between who was backstage and who was going to go stand outside and stuff to get air. And it was just like hot and sweaty. But like it's the fun of, of Brit rest, whereas those 
those are like some of the funnier days that you have where it's a cramped backstage area and everyone's just having a laugh and keeping spirits high and just kind of having fun and doing cool stuff. Those shows are good because like they're they're obviously uh, don't get me wrong they're they're there's pressure and they're important but yes. the pressure on them is way less than maybe one of some of the few the shows that you've been doing recently just because yeah. of like one what's expected in terms of you as a wrestler and uh, mm. well, like what the crowd wants to see and yeah. the, the the size of the audience as well because like when you yeah. when you wrestle for attack for example uh, uh, recently oh, as God. you have yeah. like the the, the crowd is not just the one that's there to watch that show it will be like a worldwide crowd that follows mm. indie wrestling and is very um uh, demanding is not the right word but their um their taste is is exquisite right yes yeah no 100 like the doa stuff um it's he, i know the promoter won't have any issue with me saying this is he he it's mainly family um, mm -hmm. as you said so the things that they expect is like uh people are there with their children and and their partners and they're there to sort of they're not interested in 50 Canadian destroyers in a row. They like to see some cool stuff, but they would rather you kind of tell them a story and have characters interact with each other and stuff like that. Because I remember your one, uh, you came and you did the the promo. And I think, did you do your entrance twice, if I remember correctly? Someone didn't yeah. someone mess up and then you did it twice. like And stuff like that, like cool, fun stuff like that to get them to hate you. And like, that's what they want to see. And like, I remember you delivered that and you were cutting the promo and then the promo got cut off and it was just, oh, it was great. It was fun. You did a lot of like in the beginning, like obviously 2016, 2017, um, you did a lot of these um, these shows, especially with Hope. You started a lot with Hope and yeah. the, there's DOA, there's Apex, there's Sacrifice. I feel like this is um, uh, an area, I went to see a Hope show once, actually. Mm. Like it's, um, my, geogra my geography of the UK is terrible, right? But I feel <laughs> like this is all um, an area, um, like, like shows that happen in an area that I haven't uh, been able to like explore yet and see. But they're all yeah. like very based on, as you said, um, like family shows and, and, yes. and shows that stick in, in the community that I go to see them. It's very similar yeah. to, to WrestleForce um, that I've been to, that I wrestle re uh, regularly as well. But that's mostly like the... Essex area and then south yeah. and stuff, and and those shows are, are really cool and like cool memories from those times. Any any shows that you like um, that are really special to you still? Um, I think it's one of those places where I, I'm in a situation now where it's harder for me to find a place that I don't enjoy working at. You know, what I mean, like I enjoy it all. Uh, things that are special, um, man. Sacrifice will always have a place in my heart because of sort of how it started. And the fact that everything is for charity and stuff, so it's always good fun, and there's lots of good memories from there. Um, Hope as well gave me a lot of opportunities. Like that's where I first wrestled, like Eddie Dennis and like Rene Dupree and Chris Brooks and all these other people. Um, so I think Hope and Sacrifice, and then Attack as well. I was on. I think I've only done I think maybe two or three shows, but like their crowd uh, is so accepting and happy to be there and happy to see you. Like I came out in the unannounced match, me and Joe Nelson in mm -hmm. the Kataya's community center and no one there knew who I was, but they still made noise anyway. And it was like, Oh, thank you guys. Like, you know, they, they, they just want to support you and make noise and cheer and boo and, you know, have fun. And it's just nice to have a crowd Like every show I've done, their crowd has just wanted to be a part of it and have fun. And it's great. So I think those three are big yeah, for me. Hope I... attack and sacrifice. 
I had a chance to to be in a few of um, the attack shows already, and I feel like, yeah. well, the crowd, the, the attack crowds will be very, very like wrestling savvy, right? They will not only seen a lot of wrestling, therefore, like their expectations are a bit higher as well, but yeah. also they know about the scene, they know about the people that go around. Uh, like you, you were, um, you had the thing at Schadenfreude um before that match with attack for example they would knew about they would know about that um even like ip a bit of um exposure on ipw and stuff and people yeah. like talking about you um so that that's going to happen and i feel like they will as you said because they um like people they will know the their role in the, yeah, the scene yeah, and how yeah. they can help and showing that support is is important right they yeah. won't do it unconditionally which i like it as well like if mm. you're not being good they won't yeah. no, they, they won't ecw you but they also won't <laughs> pretend them they're enjoying something they're not yeah. enjoying right um, that's it their heart's in the right place is as you said it's sort of as long as you're able to as long as you're not phoning it in or, or being lazy or whatever like they're gonna back you as you said and it's sort of they if you're not delivering, they'll let you know, but they're not going to kill you. <laughs> they'll just be like, yeah. yeah, this guy, this guy. And uh, you delivered big on um, on a match against Chuck Mambo, which, um, correct me if I'm wrong, may have been, um, at least from, from the matches that I know you've had, the one that had um, like the biggest eyes on you, uh, including after yeah. the match as well. Like a lot of people came out of that um, really liking the, the match and really impressed with... Um, with both of your performance, right, and uh, and how it went, um, do you do you, what memories do you have of that that match? Did you know going into it that was going to be really special? Or you just having fun wrestling Mambo. Um, it was having fun wrestling Mambo. Like I I don't um I don't know. I can't see the future of wrestling. You know, sometimes you can you're, you're in the back and you're getting pumped and you're like, oh, this is going to be good. I can feel it. Like stuff like that. I don't really get that a lot. Um, so I didn't know it was going to be as like sort of kind of well received as it was i just was like mambo is good i like mambo and me and him have done some training sessions together and stuff so i know that the chemistry is there and we can have some fun um and i just wanted to enjoy being able to wrestle him one-on-one and the stage it was on was like the cherry on top of the of the cake you know like it was it wasn't uh sort of like a smaller crowd it was like no it's attack and it's in it's in london and it's big and i'm like okay let's go let's do this it's for the title and yeah, it just ended up. There were a few. There were a few like with wrestlers, we always pick our stuff apart. So there are a few bits like afterwards, I was kind of beating myself up about. But overall, it seemed to have been received quite well, and I got that fun telephone kind of moment out of it. <laughs> so <laughs> nah, it was. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. There's an incredible spear as well. Right? Oh, the midair one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was impressive. Was that was that the first time you wrestled in London? I think it was. You know, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, yeah, I never thought about that, actually. Yeah, so first time in London, it was for the 24-7 championship at Attack. Yeah. <laughs> With Mambo as well. That's cool. Yeah, check that out. That's probably, like, on the um, on the Attack um, on the men's service. Uh, so you should definitely do that. Um, yeah, that's cool. Man, that, that's... That's all the time we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really fun. It was really cool catching up with you. Um, just really quickly before you go, what's the like the first thing or one of the first few things you want to do in wrestling when wrestling comes back? The first thing I want to do when wrestling comes back is wrestle in a crop top. I'm struggling to get hold of one <laughs> to show off the midriff. You know, I'm struggling to find one. 
I may just have to get one made. It's come, it's getting to that point, but that's one of the first things I want to do. <laughs> I um, can we make sure that's not against me, just so I'm not embarrassed. You know? But then what? No, it has to be against you. you oh, so to... that I, so that I, like, I need to force myself to to be cropped up ready as well. Yeah, I think okay. me and you crop top match. That'll be that'll be off the chain. First person to successfully remove the other crop top wins. That um that sounds good, and it's um it's also um like it will uh, break gender barriers, right? Because <laughs> finally, men are doing matches. Oh yeah, it will be the same as you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is not true actually. Like men were the first ones to do tuxedo matches, and then that turned into evening gown matches, and then WWF in '99 went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know as they do. <laughs> uh, I'm watching all of that, and uh, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to see poor Luna. She wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, Warren, how can we find you online? Uh, I am at Man Like Banks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you just search Warren Banks, I am there. Um, I do have merch at manlikebanks.bigcartel.com. Um, so that's like T-shirts and 8x10s. And yeah, say hi. Or don't. Yeah, I'm not your boss. <laughs> no, do it. Tell him you heard him on the, on the podcast and you'll love him even more because of that. Yeah, don't, don't give me heat for not knowing the lifts of the of the the gym stuff. I'm, yeah, I and, I would uh, say that I'm trying to learn them, but that's not true. I just just you, leave me alone. You better have that um that note ready. Oh, the iPhone notes. Apology. Yeah, I yeah. need to order an iPhone because um, the third party <laughs> Android apps just are not the same. You know what I mean? It's the, you're, you're there with the three point five rated app on the phone, and it's just not the same as the iPhone notes one. So I need to Send sort that me- out. Send me the text, right? And I'll, I'll do that screenshot for you. Okay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I got you covered. Thanks, man. <laughs> Good talk to you, Warren. You too. Thanks, bro. That was great. Warren is such a nice dude to talk with. He's really intelligent, as I'm sure you picked up on. And he's a really good wrestler who honestly is only scratching the surface of his potential. I'm going to really enjoy watching him on his journey. And uh, I'm looking forward to my path and his path crossing. I'm sure it'll happen soon. That was a great catch-up. There's more where this comes from every Tuesday, and I'll probably even bring Warren later at some point so we can talk about what's been happening in both our lives. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the David Francisco podcast. That's so important and so helpful. You can find out more about the podcast and more by following me on Twitter at DeFrancisco underscore one and on Instagram as well at DeFrancisco underscore one. You can follow Warren as well. It's at Men Like Banks. Make sure you do that. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the podcast, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>